0: Hey everybody, it's Danny Rorty and...
1: Alex Jung on your Nature Weird.
0: So, uh, we're going to do this New Year's Eve broadcast, or not broadcast, podcast, um, because we're going to do one, we wanted to get one out before the end of the year, first of all, and then second of all, Mm -hmm. we're going to do something that's like, based on... Um, what what were we talking about? Like flowers that were used for holidays or whatever, like that. You know, like yeah, like,
1: flowers that were used for holidays, and maybe we could do one on um,
0: like like the holi- like the creatures that are most common around this time or something. I don't know. We'll we'll, we'll figure yeah, it out. Or something. But anyway, um, I'll have Alex start, and then um, we'll head over to me. So go ahead, Alex. Okay.
1: Sounds good. So the creatures that are most common is kind of creatures that you can, like, easily see, like deer or... Sometimes you'll see fox or coyote if you go into the woods and look, but generally you'll see mostly deer, turkeys, birds, squirrels, that kind of thing,
0: yeah, I just saw that there was a sighting at Minnehaha Falls or Minnehaha park over off of uh uh hiawatha oh, uh coyote, cool, yeah, so there's there was a coyote sighting in uh Minnehaha park, so that's cool, yeah.
1: As long as they stay away from dogs and stuff and as long as they stay eating wild prey, that's good. Yep. Um Yeah, so some animals change colors to match the snow, like uh hair, certain types of Arctic hares and ermines and foxes will change color to match the snow. Nice. Um Sometimes they'll get like a snowy owl pass through. I've seen one of those ones. Nice. Um, they're usually migrating this time of year to the Arctic to have their young in the spring. Cool. Yep. Um, I was watching an interesting show about hyenas, but hyenas aren't native to Minnesota. No. They're native to Africa. But... There was a time, like back in the Fisocene, when there were hyenas in North America. Oh, really? Yeah. Did
0: they, they like, long die long out or what?
1: Vegas, but Not done anymore. Okay. When the first of people came to America, it was the Clovis. Got it. The Clovis ancestors of Native Americans first migrated across the Bering Land Bridge. To the New World, and that was the first people that discovered America. It wasn't Christopher Columbus, it was Paleolithic hunter gatherers that um, found North America.
0: Interesting.
1: And they had to be careful because there was a carnivore called the short faced bear that lived over here. Yeah. And the short faced bear was like twice as big as a grizzly bear, and it actually ate clovis. Wow so they had to devise weapons to defend themselves from the dangerous animals and they hunted them so well with those weapons that they almost starved when they hunted all the game
0: wow that's scary
1: anyway though that was back in history yeah um, when Lewis and Clark came to America, they found buffalo herds that were twenty six miles wide and ten miles thirty miles long.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah, they found a quarter of a million buffalo. And people like Buffalo Bill hunted the buffalo to ex- almost to extinction as though there was only five hundred left. Damn and we almost lost the bison we were like within a hair's breath of losing the bison in the tall grass prairie forever that's scary and then people stepped up and stopped hunting the bison and they started protecting the prairie and now we have about maybe 30,000 a fraction of what there was but we have most of them are in private hands or in ranching and there's only a few uh, herds of bison that are generically free from cattle genes
0: oh cool
1: because cattle and bison are kind of descended from the same ancestor millions of years ago so they can interbreed like wolves and dogs can interbreed Mhm. So you get beefaloes.
0: Hmm. Interesting.
1: Bison cow hybrids, and that destroys the genetically purity of the herd. So you you need to test your herd for for cow genes. Yeah. Anyway, bison are really tasty too.
0: Yeah, I had a bison burger before. It's pretty good. Yeah, I've had bison steak, bison burgers,
1: bison hot dogs. They're really good. And there's a lot of meat on one buffalo,
0: too. There is a lot, yeah.
1: The Native Americans had a special way of hunting the buffalo. They would wear wolf skins on their backs and scare the herd into thinking a pack was attacking them. And then drive the buffalo off a cliff and then stand to the bottom of the cliff to butcher the animals. Oh, wow. And they oftentimes ate more than they needed. It's a myth that they always protected nature because one drive might might be millions or thousands of buffalo that have died and no 30, 40 people could eat all that meat. Yeah. So it was a waste, but... It is what it is. And I mean, they, they did protect the buffalo a lot better than the Europeans did. And the Europeans destroyed the buffalo to control the Native Americans. Wow. That's one of the reasons why they killed the buffalo. They killed the buffalo to, to try and control the Indians to try and make them domesticated, to take away their food source.
0: That's kind of messed up.
1: It is. But that's what I learned in history class. Yeah. Mr. Zaychek. He told me in high school when I was in, um, um, trying to think I was in Highland high school and they were talking about how the Buffalo was so important to these people that by taking away that food source and exterminating the Buffalo, they'd make the Indians dependent on the white people for survival. Hmm. So really sad. They yes. almost exterminated them. They went from like sixteen million buffalo to only five hundred in their dark sour. And they were all in Yellowstone National Park. Damn. But buffalo breed really fast. They can have up they can live up to twenty thirty years and they can have like ten, fifteen calves in their lifetime. So one one bull can sire a lot of calves in the herd. And they have interesting mating um, rituals. What they do is they bellow and roar, and yeah. they cover themselves in urine and feces and dirt, and they look big and strong. And then the females all get pregnant from the males that are the biggest and strongest. They form a harem of females, and yeah. you can hear them roaring. Uh, hold on.
0: That was me. Sorry.
1: Okay. Yeah. Buffalo are actually the largest ungulate in North America,
0: the largest Alright. Sorry about that. We had a, a technical difficulty. I accidentally hung up on Alex there, and so, um, yeah, so continue where you were, you were um Alex.
1: Yep. Anyway, I was just saying that the buffalo is the largest hoofed animal in North America, mm-hmm. even bigger than the moose.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, I I and guess I, I could see that.
1: Say, a mature bison can be ten to twelve feet at the shoulder and weigh two thousand pounds
0: at least. Holy crap!
1: There's, one, there's some animal, there's some cattle species that are larger, but they're not found in North America. They're found in Asia, the viewer.
0: Yeah. Viewers are giant
1: cattle, grower, or, or whatever. Yeah. But they're not found in in um, North America. North America's biggest hoved animal is the bison. Uh. And even to this day, what I was saying is that bison are still being rounded up and killed because of tuberculosis. It's a cattle disease, and there's a lot of controversy into thinking that this cattle disease can jump from bison to cattle because they're so closely related. But it could just be an excuse to round up the bison because people don't want huge herds of animals roaming through their property anymore. Yeah especially ones that are as dangerous as Buffalo, because Buffalo are very dangerous animals. Yes. And it's sad, but we don't have room for the great herds anymore. We have to control the herd numbers because the um, we don't have enough space to those 30 million
0: Buffalo. Yeah. Most of the
1: prairie has been in fact, only less than 5% of remains of the of the whole prairie ecosystem. 2% in Minnesota, less than 2%.
0: Wow. It
1: was almost obliterated by the steel motor boat plow of the 1930s, and it led to the dust bowl. The dust bowl, you know, the big dust yep. bowl that happened? Yeah. That was because the prairie was plowed up.
0: Wow. You know?
1: very sad. The whole ecosystem was almost destroyed. And we have remnants of it, but it will never be what it was before. It's really sad.
0: It is. Yeah.
1: The good news is people know now how to cultivate prairie plants and how to grow them. And you can help by gardening and creating landscapes of prairie plants, but it'll never be what it was.
0: No. It's really sad. It is.
1: Anyway. Also I was also in North America there's a um I'm trying to think. Do you know about the woodpeckers, the ghost bird?
0: Uh the ghost bird.
1: Um uh ivory billed woodpecker?
0: Oh no, I don't. The ivory-billed woodpecker has a $50,000
1: reward if you can find a woodpecker and an ivory bill in the native range. Wow. If you can find an ivory-billed woodpecker and prove its existence, you will get $50,000 from the Bird Society.
0: Damn.
1: But no one has ever been able to prove that it actually exists because it was the... Trees that are required for the woodpeckers to live don't exist anymore. Those huge, rotting, old cypress trees where they would nest were all logged out for $25 an acre. Wow. They were all logged out of the Louisiana and Florida swamps. That's sad. I read a book called *The Ghost Bird* about it, and they said that there is a fifty thousand dollar reward if you can find an ivory bill woodpecker. And the way to identify an ivory bill is they have a white bee on their um, wings when they fly. Mm, okay. And they almost always they only show during a certain times of the year, like in February and January, and they only nest in cypress swamps and deep, deep, deep in cypress swamps where nobody goes. And the cypress are starting to return but the bird is, has been extinct since the 1940s.
0: Wow. In fact, I did a poem of it called a book "called uh, Avian Hope. Do you, Do you know have it in I front of you?
1: About the homeless? Do you have it? I don't really um it was it wasn't in regards to homeless birds, it was more homeless people being displaced and I used the bird as a metaphor.
0: Yeah.
1: And it ended up winning and I got it displayed in the show arts gallery. Nice. Yeah, so it was really cool. I don't remember that poem. It was a very long time ago when I wrote it before PCs for People, before... I think I was 2014, 2013
0: that I did it. Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. But anyway,
1: the Ivory Bill Woodpecker does have a few museum specimens that are stocked, but as far as we know, all the sightings of Ivory Bill's have been pileated woodpeckers. Yeah. So... But the grubs they need to survive that nest in those old trees don't live anymore. And the breeding, the last breeding pair was obliterated when the trees were cut in the 1930s. Wow. Just as cameras were starting to come out to film it. So, but... Um, another thing is that, um, what's another animal that was really common in North America but isn't anymore? Oh, the passenger pigeon. Have you heard that story? Uh,
0: the passenger pigeon. I might have. But, yeah, continue.
1: Passenger pigeons were once a pigeon species that was found in North America in the Midwest. The sky would go black with their numbers. There were so many of them. people thought oh they'd never go away they thought they'd never go away because of so many of them Mm -hmm. well here's the glitch they only breed once every three years and they only make one nest one chick a pair so they can't survive a large amount of hunting they can't survive large amounts of of egg stealing and hunting and unregulated shooting. And that's exactly what happened. Everybody shot and shot and shot so many of these birds because they tasted so much like the medieval um, pigeons that people were used to. So they shot every bird they could. And there was no limitation to how many you could chew, Mm -hmm. how many you could could get. So the last one died in a zoo in 1914. Wow because the unregulated hunting, there was no regulation. And by the time they could understand what was going on, it was too late.
0: I'm sure they were essential too.
1: There's only so much hunting a population can take. I mean, hunting in some ways is good for conservation because it brings in tourist dollars for the animals that otherwise wouldn't get any regulation at all. It's done carefully, but if you just go crazily hunting, 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 it's just has the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people don't like it, but there are, there are populations of animals that live only because of that practice. But you have to, you have to have a limit. You have to have a conservation limit. And if you don't have a conservation limit, it just, it can't sustain. Mm -hmm. Like muskies, for example, people wanted Leech Lake muskies for fishing. And there's a healthy, healthy population of muskies in Leech Lake. And not Leech Lake in um, Black Lake.
0: Wow. And
1: people don't like to fish for muskies in Malak, but the guy caught two trophy-sized muskies in a day in Malak, over 50 inches. Damn. I know. And that's because Tito stock stalk and take muskies from that lake, but they only do it within a reasonable quota of rules. You can only have a fish over 50 inches, and it can only be one fish at a time.
0: Yeah.
1: It's the same with hunting and fishing. You just have to know how many you can take and what age and all that.
0: Yep.
1: I personally like fishing, but, you know, fishing I really like and I want to do it, but I want to follow the fishing guidelines because I know that there'll be more to fish next year if I do that.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: Yeah. But back in the early 1900s, people would, people felt a moral obligation to control the wilderness and tame the world than they were about conservation.
0: Exactly. In
1: fact, we didn't even, we didn't even know that history of our planet back then very well. So, it is what it is.
0: Yeah, that's sad.
1: Yeah, it is sad, but there's a lesson we can learn from it, and that lesson is to only take what you need, don't take water.
0: Yep. Um,
1: we're doing the same thing with Bluefin Tuna. Do you know what Bluefin Tuna are?
0: Yeah, I've seen a couple of them, yeah.
1: Yeah, Bluefin Tuna... Nowadays, only get about four hundred or eight hundred pounds. Mm-hmm. But back, back before they were fished, they could grow to be over two thousand pounds. Damn. And what's happening is people uh, don't know how to spawn this fish species, so there's no way of making them in captivity. Some fishes can only be found in the wild, and we have such high tech fishing gear now. Then it's a slaughter. We're just taking all the tuna and not giving them enough time to grow and making marine reserves for them. They say that wild bluefin could be extinct by 2040.
0: Ouch.
1: Yeah. And even though there's so much meat on the tuna and people think, oh, the tuna will never go away. But the thing is, tuna cannot breed in captivity. And we don't know where they spawn how they spawn how they live so tuna are just being fished to extinction
0: yeah that's again disappointing but and sad they're
1: really tasty i agree i think yellowfin and bluefin tuna are some of the tastiest fish in the world yep. but you have to you know don't oh that's why there's a reason why they're so expensive because they're dying out yeah you can easily spend Thirty
0: twenty
1: five dollars for two pieces of bluefin tuna. Damn,
0: because they're so
1: extensive Yeah, yeah. But anyway, in North America, the um a bumblebees are also in trouble.
0: Yes, I I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say
1: uh... I started a garden for the rusty patch bumblebee. Unfortunately, this summer I'm going to have to dig it up and give it to people so it doesn't get developed.
0: Yeah. Because on the uh, in
1: 2022, they're going to develop that garden, uh, so I'm going to give the plants to people who want them to so their yards. Yep. So they don't get destroyed. Do you want to go now?
0: Ah, uh, sure. So, um, now I got some history for you. So, um, okay. about New Year's, um, we tend to celebrate New Year's in large crowds at parties and, um, we do the countdown. And so the thing is, I just want to remind everybody with COVID being in place, that you don't want to have large groups. Please avoid large groups. Um, also, um, drink responsibly, first of all. Um, and second of all, um, also uh, understand that um, large groups um, can spawn uh, corona right right away. So... Um, I know the vaccine is out and it's a little safer, but you don't know who has the va- who's had the vaccine, um, and it, again, it's one of those things that and you only have to. Certain
1: people are getting the vaccine. Right exactly. Now. Only first responders and people who are really at risk are getting it right
0: now. Yep. So, with that being said, um, please avoid large group gatherings this New Year's. Um. also um, if you are going to be in a
1: Zoom is good Zoom yep. you can do easily
0: Zoom is amazing um, uh, Zoom is having a deal where from Thanksgiving to New Year's they're not having the 40 uh, minute uh, quota um, so it may pop up that it says you have 40 minutes uh, if you have a free account But as of as I looked at the website, and um, for the holiday season, there they discontinued that 40-minute quota. If you have more than Uh, three people, so um, uh, you don't need that until after New Year's. Then you have to get another paid membership. Um, uh, So Zoom is a good way to celebrate with the family. Um, Yep. And then uh, what else? Um, Where now? Yes. Please wear a mask. Now, to these anti-maskers, you're saying that it restricts your breathing. Um, Studies have been shown that it will only restrict your breathing if you've had conditions like COPD or asthma. Um, Usually, uh, it also depends on the cloth or fabric of the mask. Um, Some are thicker than others. So, um, that is true to a point. But again, the masks aren't for you, they're for others. What I'm saying is when you wear the mask, you're keeping others safe as well as yourself. So when you wear this mask, don't think that it's because you don't want to get sick. It's because other people don't want to get sick. Now, just remember that this Corona thing is still at its peak. And uh, as of Minnesota, we have uh, 5,100 people that have died so far from this 5,100 people. And, um, so I, I want you to know that, um, in each state they have a different number and it's very serious. They actually think that as of now we have 2 million worldwide, over 2 million worldwide that have passed away from this, this disease, uh, or this virus. So, um, just, I mean, I've, I know people personally that have lost a family member, um, uh, or a friend, and it's hard. So, please, 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 I know you're anti-maskers, I know you don't want to wear a mask, but it's for the health of everyone else around you. So, please wear a mask. Now, the last thing before we wind down is... I was going to talk about um, what peop- what um, New Year's means to people. So uh, there's history about New Year's where it means a new beginning. It means um, where people go and say, okay, this is a new year. I'm going to have a New Year's resolution. I'm going to stick to that New Year's resolution, uh, either getting fitter or eating more healthy or have spending more time with family. Whatever your New Year's resolution is, please try to commit to it. Treat, please try to to stick with it. Um, a lot of people don't stick with it. Um, more than 50% of people uh, end up, you know, losing track of their resolution and give up. So um, I hope that people know that um, if you make a resolution, please try to stick to it. Please do your best to do that now the history of uh, New Year's is um, some cultures celebrate New Year's differently like um, Chinese New Year's is not actually on New Year's um, it, it varies by the moon it varies by the moon and it's it's different um, but yeah there's um, people just celebrate it because it's a new dawn it's a new era and they they can start fresh so um, I recommend you, you do your best to think of a, a resolution that you can commit to, one that you know you can do, one that's um, realistic, um, and uh, do your best at committing to it. Um, there's other apps uh, that you can use to help with New Year's resolutions. I haven't done my research yet. But um, there's an app that, that I've, I read that will, if you put your New Year's resolution on it, it will keep reminding you of your New Year's resolution and like saying how are you doing, has it improved. It will just, you know, as long as you, it, it, it reminds you of your New Year's resolution and it helps you track it and helps you get better at it. So um, check it out. Um, I can't remember what the app is called, but. Um, there are apps out there that will help you succeed at your New Year's resolution. Anyway, uh, we're reaching up to the 30-minute mark. Um, but uh, does anybody, um, Alex, do you have anything else to say?
1: Nope, I'm good.
0: All right, guys. Well, check out my other podcast, um, Uniquely Us, um, at um, unique, uh, anchor.fm slash guild. Um, it will be a link in the description below. Um, also feel free to hit us up at our text number and our email which is nature weird um, it's at um, uh, Nature weird Alex and Danny at gmail.com um, I believe and then um, I don't remember the number off the top of my head but I do have it. Um, set um, and I will put that in the description there um, and also feel free to um, I'm going to set up a Patreon here in the, the near future if you want to help us with uh, monetary um, help uh, we can get merchandise running uh, and then uh, we'll have rewards for people that donate a certain amount of money um so uh we're we're still working on that it might not be until spring but um yeah get the word out we'll have shirts with our logo on it um stuff like that eventually um and you can spread our word um about you know nature weird so anyway god bless happy new year and uh yeah yes happy new years everybody you enjoy the rest of your day people and know that the new year is among us here and shortly and uh enjoy the wonderful new 2021 all right we love you guys signing out danny gordy and alex
1: signing off
0: yep bye